back, everybody. My name is Rachel. And I'm Anna. And this is A Small Amount of Drama. Episode 5. Although we haven't been super dramatic yet. I think we've been dramatic. Define, depends on how you define dramatic. That's true. We have no emails to read. Mm, so need to get on it. That's kind of depressing. <laughs> Guys, send in your emails. Um, if not, you'll just have to listen to us talk about other things, which is fine. For what your was your... Oh my gosh, I keep accidentally pushing our desk down. I have a standing desk, so it goes up and down, and I always accidentally hit the lever. The lever. <laughs> what was your high and low of the week? Uh, okay, high. I just got to go on a walk this morning, and that was very nice. A nice little change I thought you said you were going to clean your apartment this morning. So that was last night when I texted you that, and things changed rapidly in my world. <laughs> so, so your apartment is dirty no, as we speak. S- excuse me. Can I finish? <laughs> so actually, last night, a friend, a friend of mine, a new friend of mine down here, actually. Wow. Added yeah. to the list, number 301. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She texted and asked if we could go on a walk this morning. And when she asked if we could go on a walk originally, there was like two days in the next month where we both mutually overlapped with available sunlight. And today was one of them this morning. So I was like, yes. Which friend? This is a friend from church. A new friend from and church. And she lives here or mm-hmm. she's just... No, oh, she okay. lives, She's from... She also moved down here like in the last year or so. But as I, that goes to my church. Okay. That's fun. Oh, like okay. So you're getting plugged in to your church? Oh yeah, I'm very, very cool. Uh, recently too, because I've actually been here for like a month. Last month, I was finally able to do stuff with them too. So in case you guys don't know, Anna and I don't go to the same church down here. Correct. Because she is a Presbyterian. I'm more holy. <laughs> <laughs> and I... That was a joke. <laughs> I go to a non-denominational church. So we go to different churches, but we're both Christians and we... There's no like... <laughs> we don't like there's argue no about it. Only um. sometimes. <laughs> AJ just texted me to leave his Rubik's Cube out before we start the podcast so he can play with his thing. But I already did because I knew he would want that. So Wow. Are you guys like married or something? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> what was your low? I didn't get to finish my cleaning. I oh did my clean. gosh. So last night she it asked me. must have me, been like a speedy, no, inefficient. No, no, no. Like, so I was supposed to go to a, par- a, Christmas, a church Christmas party last night. Okay. So I'm like. For your church? Yes. Because you go to two churches. Yeah. You go Sorry, to the yes. Romanian. She yes. goes to yes, the yes, Romanian yes, yes. church too, even though she's not Romanian. Yeah, they so. play a lot of sports. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, no, my church at a church Christmas party. And then before that, she asked if I wanted to walk this morning. I was like, okay, I said I was going to clean in the morning. I told Rachel I was going to be there by 9.45. I was like, I think I can clean now, walk in the morning, because I knew she'd be down to do like a morning walk, and then get here. So, so I did you're that. super flexible. Wow. My high for the... Wait, so your high was that you went on a walk. Okay. Yeah. My high was that I did my first cycle session on my like spin bike, Ooh. whatever you call it. What is it called? And I think it's called a spin bike. So it's by the brand Mix, M-Y-X. Okay. M-Y-X? M-Y-X, but it's pronounced Mix. Yeah, I'm working with them in later on this month. So I think it's super cool that I got like a spin bike for free. So I started doing it. I did like a 20 minute class as opposed to a 30 minute for my first time. And I was wrecked. Yeah. Like Wait, did I you did it this morning? No, like okay. last during the week. Okay. So I did a wow. 20 minute ride and I was doing really well up until three fourths of the way. I stopped doing what she told me, like the trainer said. I just like rode at my own pace because I was just trying to survive. But yeah, it was really good. So I really liked it. And I think I'm going to incorporate that maybe Some once cardio. a week. Yeah. 
Did you do the heart rate thing? I did the heart rate monitor and Where were you at? I got into like zone three twice. So it's like zone one is green, zone two is blue. Okay. And then the higher you go, you Yeah, like, yeah, the but what was your up. actual heart rate in zone three? Because usually there's like five. It's like zones. from I think it's like from one fifty to like one seventy. To one seventy, yeah. Okay, that's good because I feel like normally when we were walking you were hitting like one ninety. That's what I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. If you were like in there, okay. I have a very high heart rate naturally, so I always get to zone three. All well, zone the time. three is normal. I was thinking you were in four or five while biking. That's no, no, what no. Was. no. Zone no. three in cardio, depending on the type of cardio, is normal. My low, I feel like I say this all every week, but it's just like work stress. Same old, same old. Will it ever change? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That'll forever be our yeah. Achilles heel. But no, our goal is to not make that our Achilles heel forever. But currently it has been. So that's true, I guess. You're right. What's your low? Anything different or just the same old? Uh, yeah, I think that's the low. It's just general confusion about work, I would say. Mm-hmm. So. so we decided to implement the vocab word of the week. Mm-hmm. We figured mm-hmm. we might as well provide some type of... If you take away nothing else, <laughs> remember this word. Provide what? What is it called? Like knowledge? We figured we wanted to provide some kind of value to the listeners. If you're coming to our podcast for value of what, information, I don't think you're in the wrong spot. So. No, I disagree. I think we give pretty good information yeah (laughs) let's give the word and then use it in a sentence so you read it uh okay so the word for today is wrinkle and in a sentence it's gonna go rachel's snooty attitude and rude behavior wrinkled the host but he smiled to hide his irritation so wrinkled means to cause anger irritation or bitterness and the challenge we're gonna challenge ourselves to use the vocab word multiple times throughout the podcast so today's word is rankle and let's see how we can integrate it because the idea is the more you use it the more you use it like in real life value (laughs) like if you just read a word but you don't practice using it then it kind of disappears gotta throw it in and then you guys by hearing it more often and often will hopefully use it in your daily lives and then you'll your friends will be like oh my gosh you sound so smart where'd you learn that word and you'll be like i learned it from a small amount of drama and you should listen to the podcast so that's how it'll go that's our end goal here Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah you know when you watch the bachelor or the bachelorette or whatever and there's that one word you can tell someone mentioned at the first meeting at the beginning of the show and then like through all the interviews everyone's using that one word we're like no one would actually use this word in the real world but every single contestant is now saying it repeatedly in all their interviews you i know, don't watch the bachelor you regularly did at one point, so but, but <laughs> people who know they know you're like oh this is this the coined word of the show or the season right now where they're like someone said it and it's just trending yeah it's like when you see a new car or like a car you're interested in and then you see it everywhere yeah it's like confirmation bias or something yeah when you're looking for something it's everywhere yeah am i allowed to drink during this or no it's gonna be bad yeah you can drink i'll cut it out (laughs) (laughs) sorry so today's main topic is going to be personality tests and these wrinkle me (laughs) for sure are they accurate sure are any tests accurate of one's knowledge? It's a good question. SATs, standardized testing, there's mixed reviews on all of these things. So it comes down to the person, I think. You can do well in the SAT, but not be knowledgeable. Doesn't actually measure knowledge. Who knows? So there's two sides to this argument. There's the group of people who really likes personality tests, like me. Mm-hmm. And then there's people who don't like them or are super skeptical of them. Like I'm not skeptical Anna. of them. Well, we'll wait. 
Yeah, we'll get into that. She doesn't fall into any like black and white categories, so she doesn't like them. But I think that's normal. So I think some people fall into the categories that Mm -hmm. the personality test gives you, and then some people don't. Mm -hmm. So it may be frustrating for those people. (laughs) I'll, I'll, I'll wait to spread out my argument throughout the episode. Okay, so we're going to read some pros and cons or like arguments for and against. So according to Scientific American, which I guess is like this newspaper or something. (laughs) You quoted it, but you don't even know what it is. One famous example of a popular but dubious commercial personality test is the Myers-Briggs type indicator. This is the MBTI that everyone talks about. Everyone. Everyone talks about. (laughs) It's also called 16 personalities. This is the one where they give you four letters like INTJ, ENFJ, ESFP, whatever. This divides people into 16 different types and the assessment will suggest certain career or romantic pairings. But psychologists say the questionnaire is one of the worst personality tests in existence for a wide range of reasons. It's unreliable because a person's type may change from day to day. It gives false information, aka bogus stuff, one researcher puts it. The questions are confusing and poorly worded. Vazir sums it up, I guess this is like a person, as shockingly bad. Would you agree with that? I don't think inherently they're wrong, like at all. Mm Mm-hmm. I think they are incredibly helpful tools to help people figure out what quick, easy things people need to work on and like put people into certain categories and stuff. I think there is some intrinsic value to being able to do that on your own though, rather than having to rely on a test to be like, oh, now I realize that this person reacts this way. So, or it's like, they're an IT, whatever the heck. And then I'm a this, this and that. So now I can react like this. And I'm like, I feel like there is a certain amount of value that one can obtain by being able to come to that on their own, by just like understanding how humans work rather than a test. I personally like it because it has helped me understand people better. For example, my roommate in college, we had completely different personalities and that was visible even if I didn't take a test. Like we knew from the beginning that we were completely different. So that was there, but it wasn't until we both took the test because in college we were all like super into this test. Like we would just take it all the time and everyone would talk about it and it was like the thing to do. So once we took the test and got our results, it like further helped us us to understand the other person which we already did but it like it clarified it more so we understood even more in depth why this person does what they do and why we don't necessarily get along on certain things i don't understand why you would need that like second level of verification of like a third party random as they've already stated probably misinterpreted questions exam to like point you in a direction be like oh now i've been confirmed by this thing Well, maybe you haven't had large conflicts with people, but me and this person were having conflicts. So it was helpful to have an outside opinion. It was helpful because in my mind, I was thinking, oh, she's just crazy. Oh, she just is unreasonable. But when I looked back at the third party unbiased results, I was like, oh, she's not just being unreasonable. Like this is genuinely how she thinks, like how her brain works. So I'm going to read something from Vox or VOX. This is like a popular magazine, I think. This is giving us more reasons why we shouldn't use these personality tests. It says it uses false limited binaries. So what this means is like the questions are yes or no. It's like, are you a social person? Yes or no. 
in my experience, I've taken the test where it gives you a scale and you can like plop yourself on that scale. They give you your four letters like INTJ, but they'll tell you like on a scale for each one. Like my argument against this point is that the one that I took was not binary, but I can see how this kind of puts you in a box. Well, it's still binary. Your answers are still yes or no. It's just making a probability scale after that. Right. Like, so it's... Yeah, so I, I get this point. It makes sense to me. The Myers-Briggs provides inconsistent and inaccurate results. But I don't think that's unique to personality tests. Like, I think that's just a... There is not a good way to standardize testing. Like, we know that from, like, SAT and ACTs and stuff. Like, Agree. It's really hard to say this is the gold standard to measure this. Uh, we're going to take it today. So oh, we'll see gosh. if we get the same results we got last time. But typically, I always get the same result. And I think this varies by person. I think... I go through this thing when I take these things of like, what do I think versus what do I think my friends think of me? Or also I'll be in the middle of taking it and then I overthink because I'm like, oh, I know what they're trying to get there. And sometimes I'm like that, but sometimes it's not like that. You try to, yeah. Like you try to work the system to get, because it's so obvious, but it makes sense because it's so obviously like trying to define who you are. And I'm like, oh, well, sometimes I'm like that. Sometimes I'm not. Yeah. I have very different, I think, with each of my friends. So if I took this with a different friend, I'd probably get different results because they'd be like, oh, yeah, you're like that. And I'm like, oh, I sometimes am like that. Yeah, because different friends bring out different, different sides. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Let's do it with a different friend each podcast. Today, we're going to call in. <laughs> That's all the podcast is about every episode. Today, we're going to take the Myers-Briggs with this friend. <laughs> Myers-Briggs is largely disregarded by psychologists. I mean, this makes sense. As like a whole, this particular test or the whole idea? Because I thought it was This is like the biggest test there is. So that's why we're focusing on this one. But I think that they would say most personality tests are disregarded by psychologists. I have a lot of of counselor friends, but I have a lot of people who say it is a very helpful tool in counseling because it does quickly help like help you think through and process stuff too. So I feel like we agree on the previous yeah. debate that we were having. Like it can be useful and I found oh, I it, think useful it can be useful for my roommate. So I have gotten also bad impressions of when it's used as like a crutch and that's when I'm like, yeah, I don't yeah, like I that. think people can like make it a religion. Yes. <laughs> All right. So we're going to read some cases for personality tests in favor of them. We're going to read from psychology today. The article is why do we like personality tests? Even the bad ones. People love to hear about themselves, I think. I agree. So they're like, oh, that's so me. That's so (laughs) you. Number one says, we want to learn something we didn't know about ourselves. Or just be affirmed. Yeah. Number two says, we want to belong. I can definitely relate to this because I felt a lot growing up like I was very different. And so once I got my category back and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, we want simple ways to understand other people. I think that's helpful. I am definitely for it. The Huffington Post has some good ones too. It can help inform your career. This, I agree to a certain extent. Like it may give you back results that say, maybe you shouldn't be an engineer because you're like super extroverted and you won't get that in your engineering. Yeah. You know, they like these things scare me because you want an answer, but then it gives you an answer and you're like, nah, like yeah. move on. <laughs> Well, let's see what it spits out today. <laughs> We're doing a career one too. Well, it, it'll do like one. so. This one will tell you so much information. Oh. Like, there's a section for career. There's a section for relationships. Wow. Like, it's a whole like almost a religion. <laughs> this isn't limiting you to these careers. It's just okay. like this is what we think you might enjoy. If it limited me, I would be rankled by that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we had to start using that. Yeah, word. you're not using it very much. Okay, I'll remember. Mm-hmm. Um, it will help you understand your strengths and your weaknesses. 
I think that's probably valid. Yeah. So basically it comes down to, it can help to a certain extent. We shouldn't treat it as a religion. Uh, We shouldn't rely on it scientifically, but it can be a tool to help in therapy or with relationships. Take it with a grain of salt, basically. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, We're going to take the MBTI together right now. Like who's taking it? We're both going to take it and then we're going to like help each other with the answers if needed. So simultaneously or separately? Is my question. We're going to take it at the same time and then we can like... So I need to pull it up on my computer? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then if we have time, we'll take the Enneagram, which is like the number one. Are you a number nine? You know, Oh, I hate- these are the... T- I've never taken the Enneagram, but like I'm obsessed with the MBTI. MBTI? If you guys want to take it, it's 16personalities.com. It's completely free and it takes maybe 10 minutes... Oh, to okay. take the test. I was going to say, this can be really boring. So. We're going question by question together? Yeah. We may okay. not read each question out loud, and then I can always cut out the boring ones. Okay. <laughs> Number one, uh, you regularly make new friends. I'm going disagree on that one. <laughs> there are scales, so you can do like mostly agree, somewhat agree, and it's all like, that. What, zero to seven or something? Do I regularly make new friends? Somewhat agree. So put in your answer. Well, I was wondering if you somewhat agreed with that answer. <laughs> you spend a lot of your free time exploring various random topics that pique your interest. I agree. Me too. Oh, I strongly agree. Seeing other people cry can easily make you feel like you want to cry too. I agree somewhat. Yeah. It's not always, but it can happen. Yeah. When I watch someone crying on TV, I usually cry. Oh, I never cry. Oh, really? So I then like maybe... Movies, but if if it's a real person, that's something different though. Just TV shows and movies, they don't... They, I've only cried once during a TV... Sh- like a Okay, so I'll event. be more than you. You often make a backup plan for a backup plan. Strongly agree. Agree. Let's take turns reading. You usually can stay calm even under a lot of pressure. Mostly I agree. agree. Well, I'm strongly agreeing, sorry. at social events you rarely try to introduce yourself to new people and mostly talk to the ones you know strongly agree (laughs) i'm going in the middle because it is very event specific yeah yeah uh you prefer to completely finish one project before starting another i'm gonna go neutral because it's very dependent yeah you are very sentimental i'm going somewhat disagree oh i'm somewhat agreeing almost strongly agree wow yeah i didn't know that about you you like to use organizing tools like schedules and lists. Strongly for agree. Sure. <laughs> Even a small mistake can cause you to doubt your overall abilities and knowledge. Mostly disagree. I'm, pretty, I'm going to baby disagree. I'm pretty confident. And I think that's a, like, like that's a big part of who I am. Like I'm confident yeah. whether I'm right or wrong. Like I'm confident. <laughs> <laughs> we're going down, but we're doing it confidently. Yeah. You feel comfortable just walking up to someone you find interesting and striking up a conversation. Mostly disagree. Mostly agree. But I do have spurts of like (laughs) extroversion where like I feel like a crazy person and I'm like, I'm going to be crazy and go talk to this person. And it like makes me feel alive. So I could see how people do that. Yeah. It's just not something I do a lot. I can do it if I need to. Yeah. So you put mostly agree? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. You are not too interested in discussing various interpretations and analysis of creative works. I agree. Uh, disagree. I we am are, interested. We yeah. are interested. Yeah. Double negative. Are you putting strongly or mostly? I'm in the middle. Mostly. I mean, creative works is not my most excited, but if it was like a cool idea. You are more inclined to follow your head than your heart. Hmm. I'm going to put somewhat agree because I think the heart is important, but I think the head should always come first, but there is a role for the heart. Hmm. Going neutral because to figure this one out every single day. <laughs> <as I go. laughs> I think usually logic does 
drive me. And then I get derailed by the heart. So who knows? Yeah, you're always going back and forth. You usually prefer just doing what you feel like at any given moment instead of planning a particular daily routine. <laughs> you don't hit strongly agree. Oh, wait, disagree, sorry. Strongly disagree. You rarely worry about whether you make a good impression on the people you meet. I'm going to go somewhat disagree because I do worry about that. I feel like you should. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope. Yeah. Okay. You enjoy participating in group activities. Uh, Mostly disagree. I like people. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like group projects. Okay. Well, yeah. But if you're going to hang out with a group of friends. Okay. So let me do some. Let me do neutral. Because if it's for college, then disagree. But if it's for like hanging out, then I'm neutral. Okay. Your happiness comes more from helping others accomplish thing than your accomplish things than your own accomplishments. Unfortunately, I'm gonna do somewhat disagree. I'm somewhat agreeing or middle agreeing, whatever the one is. And this may be a flaw, but I'm very into my own success and my own accomplishments to the point where I value that over other people's. But I'm not saying this is right. I'm just saying that's what I my gut is telling me. I think extremes on both ends are bad, but I don't think anything in between is. I like, I could be way too into helping other people. And if that's, that can be like too much for other people sometimes too. Yeah. You are interested in so many things that you find it difficult to choose what to try next. (laughs) Anna with her career. (laughs) Agree to the max. You are prone to worrying that things will take a turn for the worst. Strongly agree. I'm very anxious. I'm anxious, but I don't know if it's for the worst so much as... Uh, like I all, whenever something happens, I always think of the worst case scenario and what I would do in that situation. How would I, how, how would I handle it? How long would I be depressed for if that happened? Like I think of all of those things. I, so I, I agree. I'm always equally prepared. Uh, I guess I'm probably overthinking that one. Yes, I guess. You avoid leadership roles in group settings. Strongly disagree. I want to be the leader. Ooh, interesting. Same. In a, I can sit back if I in, in a group of people. Who, yeah, like in in a group project, if a strong leader emerges and it's not me and it's not a project I'm passionate about, I'll sit back. Yeah. But if it's like something I'm passionate about and I know that I know the most information already, or like that I can do the best job, whether I'm right or wrong, like I'll be the leader. But if someone's like being annoying and wants to be the leader, I'll let them be the leader because I don't want to deal with them. You know what I mean? It's valid. I, I'm the same way. I will be the leader if I need to be, and I probably would prefer to be. But if someone else is, and they have a personality where like they will never not be, yeah, then I'm like, that's fine. I can I cannot be. But at the same time, in the back of my mind, I'm still doing all the stuff from like. Yeah, I'd rather not clash heads with someone who's like annoyingly wanting to be so the we're leader. The bigger leaders, then yeah. if we can do that. <laughs> a good leader is also a good follower. I feel like. Yes. Yeah. You are definitely not an artistic type of person. So this is a double negative. So if I am somewhat artistic, I would say... Disagree. Disagree. So mostly disagree. I think since I started YouTube and incorporated a lot of like creative work in my life, I've discovered that side of myself. So I'm going to say disagree as well, but it's not like artistic in the true sense. But I think I create different things. Data. (laughs) There's different interpretations of it. I think it's in my master's was described as more art, more art than science. Actually, it is more of an art than a science. It's that's interesting. True. You think the world would be a better place if people relied more on rationality and less on their feelings? I'm gonna say somewhat agree because I, like I said, I think rationality should trump feelings. I just go right in the middle because I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's. I think it's stupid. <laughs> you prefer to do your chores before allowing yourself to relax. Oh, for sure. Strongly agree. Yes. Okay. You enjoy watching people argue. (laughs) (laughs) Watching or participating? Like, what am I just sitting? Well, it says watching. So what are you putting for that? Um, I'm agreeing. Middle agreeing. Me too. 
Do we have to agree on that? No, but I think <laughs> we're both similar on that. So yeah. like, yeah. yeah, I think you can tell by this podcast that we <laughs> like to argue. You tend to avoid drawing attention to yourself. I'm going in the middle. This is weird because I have a YouTube channel and I intentionally you put have myself to agree. out there. I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to say disagree because I, I don't mind being the center of attention. Yeah. So you, you can draw attention to yourself. Yeah. What'd you put? I'm in the middle. Mine's heavily oh my gosh. It is. At like certain situations, I can be the center if I want to, and certain I can yeah, swing so back. Yeah, so you could go either way. Yeah. Your mood can change very quickly. Mostly agree. I'm gonna... We are women, aren't we? <laughs> but I feel like you're better at managing your mood swings. Ooh. At least... Because <laughs> I... think I, there are some people who are listening to this who will probably greatly disagree with that. <laughs> well, at least with me, like I've never seen you outburst at me or anyone like you're very at least you mask it well yeah no i think you're probably right because when i get irritated or overstimulated like you can tell like i'll just shut down i guess i probably do yes i could hide it better but also in your defense we're usually around your family so like it's easier for you to be like angry or something like if you were probably with me hanging out no but like even with you i feel like sometimes you i don't know if you can tell but sometimes when i'm overstimulated I either like get a little bit of an attitude or oh, like yeah. I like shut down. I can tell. <laughs> My favorite is when I used to not live here and I'd come to visit and I'd be like, oh, this is like day two of me visiting. Rachel's like dead right now. I need to go on like a run or something. Give her some time to herself. <laughs> yeah, I get very easily overstimulated, which is a flaw. You lose patience with people who are not as efficient as you. You, you are, yes. For Mostly this agree. Strongly agree. I gotta go in the middle. You're more compassionate or like it doesn't bother you? Depends on the setting. If I'm just hanging, whatever. If I'm at work, probably it would bother me. So I think it, so I'm in the middle. Okay, yeah. You usually prefer to be around others rather than on your own. I'm gonna a middle agree, but I'm I gonna st- go slightly disagree. <laughs> you become bored or lose interest when the discussion gets highly theoretical. Mostly disagree. Yeah, I'm gonna do a hard disagree. I probably am <laughs> taking it there. <laughs> yeah, I think you like to go deeper than I do. But I like we, to find the root cause. Yeah, we both like to go deep, but you can go for longer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what's really the answer. Yeah. You find it easy to empathize with the person whose experiences are different from yours. I'm going to go with agree. I'm pretty good at understanding people I'd like to think. Yeah, I'm going to go neutral. I think I can work on that more. You have to be perfect. You usually postpone finalizing decisions for as long as possible. A middle. Strong disagree. I like to be very decisive. Yeah, I'm going to go with I'm indecisive. (laughs) Yeah, we all know that. You rarely second guess the choices that you have made. Strong disagree for Anna. Uh, I don't like the question, but I'll go with strong or I'll go middle disagree. After a long and exhausting week, a lively social event is just what you need. (laughs) Strongly disagree. You know, it's kind of interesting because like last night I felt that way and I could have sat at home. I had two options. I had to go feed your brother's cat and dog. And I was like, I could go there and spend my entire night there and watch TV alone in a house. And that sounds kind of amazing right now. And then I was like, or I could go to this church event, which I, not that I didn't want to go, but I was like, I'm exhausted. Like what is going to be the whatever. I think the decision that you ended up making and that you frequently make shows that you usually tend to choose the social event. Oh, I think this is the first time I've chosen social in a while. But I think I was like, I haven't talked to anyone all day and I need to like go talk to people. And like, I think it was a good way of clearing my head versus sitting there thinking, cause I was like, I'm just gonna go down a spiral if I'm by myself tonight. Indecisive as she is. <laughs> I guess I'm not like as like cut and dry. So it's yeah. not necessarily indecisive so much as I'm like, I can decide just either one is fine. Yeah. <laughs> 
You enjoy going to art museums? Strongly disagree. I feel like logical people are supposed to hate art. Like those are mutually exclusive by these types of things. Well, I can speak from experience in Italy. We went to some museum, like some famous museum, beautiful art, beautiful paintings. But you hated it? Can I finish? From like the Renaissance era or whatever it's called. And AJ and I just like sped through. Like we did not even want to be there. We just felt like we had to go and like see. So based on that, I would say I disagree. I don't like going to art museums. It wouldn't be what I choose, but I can I can appreciate art. I took art yeah. appreciation. <laughs> <laughs> I can appreciate it for like 10 minutes. But after that, I'm like, okay. Uh, you often have a hard time understanding other people's feelings. I'm going to strongly disagree. I'm going to mostly disagree. Okay. I feel like I can read people really well and what they're feeling. Okay. You like to have a to-do list for each day. Strongly agree. Uh, You rarely feel insecure. I'm going to say mostly agree. I mean, somewhat agree. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to depend on... I'm going to do the baby. Baby agree, yeah. Yeah. You avoid making phone calls. Mostly agree. (laughs) Uh, Disagree. I will call someone up in a heartbeat if I need to. Oh, I do that only as the last resort. What if you need to get something done? Like call a bank person versus chat with them online? I will put it off. Oh. Yeah. Especially if it's a random person. You have nothing to lose. Like you just hang up. Oh, no. Actually, you're right. When it's a random person, I don't really care. Okay. So you don't want to call friends or something. Is what you're saying? Um, friends or like work stuff. If I need to call someone to get like an answer, I like, ugh. I'm like, ugh, I have to call them. Okay. Yeah. That- I agree yeah. about that. Like, I'd rather text someone if I don't want to have to do, like, a whole thing. But. Or I like to have calls scheduled. Okay. <laughs> so when a family member calls me, I, I'm really, like, caught off guard. And I'm usually doing something from my to-do list. And I, like, I, I wasn't expecting the call. So, But if they say, hey, I'm going to call you at 2, is that okay? And I'll be like, yeah, sure. I need and I'll to be, like, ready for call. it. Okay. Yeah, that's it's just funny. Me. Yeah, okay, then I'm the opposite. Because <laughs> I'm getting, like, so many random calls. You're still bothered by mistakes that you made a long time ago. Uh, baby agree. I'm going to go mostly disagree. I move on pretty quickly. Maybe you haven't messed up enough. (laughs) You rarely contemplate the reasons for humans' existence or the meaning of life. See, this one I also hate too, because I'm like, this is heavily contingent upon religion. It's BS. I'm going to go in the middle. No, I'm going to go agree. I'm going to go disagree because I do contemplate that. Oh, is it rarely? Then yeah, sorry, that's what I meant. Your emotions control you more than you control them. Somewhat disagree. Baby agree. Hmm, interesting. Maybe even middle agree. (laughs) I probably, realistically, I should probably do middle agree. You take great care not to make people look bad, even when it's completely their fault. Uh, Mostly agree. I hate feeling secondhand embarrassment for people. Mm. Okay, yeah. I I can't even watch YouTube videos of like pranks that are super embarrassing. I can't watch them because they make me cringe. Your personal work style is closer to spontaneity. Okay, your personal work style is closer to spontaneous. Spontaneous. Why can't I say spontaneous? Maybe that should be the vocab word of the week. <laughs> Bursts of energy, then organize and consistent efforts. Uh, uh, disagree. Strongly disagree. When someone thinks highly of you, you wonder how long it will take them to feel disappointed in you. Jeez, mostly disagree. Yeah, that's. <laughs> okay, you would love a job that requires you to work alone most of the time. Baby agree. Baby disagree. You believe that pondering abstract philosophical questions is a waste of time. Strongly disagree. I actually minored in philosophy, so I like to think I'm pretty <laughs> philosophical. But I can go longer. <laughs> yeah. She has more stamina. <laughs> you feel more drawn to places with busy, bustling atmospheres than quiet, intimate places. In the middle. Uh, neutral. You know at first glance how someone is feeling. Mostly agree. I would agree. 
You feel often overwhelmed. Strongly agree. I think that's based on seasons of life. Like there are seasons where, so I'm going to go middle, middle agree. I'm going to go middle agree as well. You complete things methodically without skipping over any steps. Yes. Yes. You are very intrigued by things labeled as controversial. Yeah. Baby agree. I'm going to go with strongly agree. You would pass along a good opportunity if you thought someone else needed it more. Ooh. Ooh. Mostly disagree. Depends on the person. But what would your gut... That is 100% contingent upon the person. If it's a random person, no. If it's someone I know, then for sure they're getting it before. Like, it depends. So then maybe I think you would be like baby agree. Okay, baby agree. You struggle with deadlines. Strong strongly disagree. disagree. You feel confident that things will work out for you. Mostly agree. I believe. You put never? Destination. Yes. I'm going to yeah. put strongly agree. And then asks for your gender. So we're going to put... Oh, that's adding an extra level bias. It's <laughs> optional. I don't know if I want to do that. Okay. And dun da 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 Drum roll, please. So I am an INTJ. So known as the architect personality type. This is always what I get. I am ENFJT protagonist. I have no idea if this is what I always get. I don't remember what yours was, but I believe you were always E, N, and J. I'll go over what the letters mean. The first letter is either E or I. That's for extroverted or introverted. So I am 69% introverted. And I'm almost the opposite. I'm 67% extroverted. It's either N or S for the next letter. N means intuitive. S means observant. So what this means is like if you use your gut more than your senses... So I mostly use my gut when I like see people or meet people. My gut is what drives me. Versus I'm way more gut, apparently. I'm 80% gut. <laughs> Interesting. Versus people who like are super unbiased and whatever they see is what they feel. So, so far you're E and N, I'm I and N. So we match on the N. But I'm still way more in. So that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Like it's, that's, that's what I don't like without the spectrum, right? Like, oh, we're both the same N, but like yeah, there's yeah, levels yeah. of it. Then the next letter is either T or F. So this is either thinking or feeling. This is basically, are you more emotional or are you more logical? And of course it's a scale. So I am 57%. I thought I would be more. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it seems like I'm more emotional than I think. So I'm 57% thinking, 43% feeling. I'm two thirds feeling, one third thinking. <laughs> That's interesting. So yeah, nothing is black and white, but you can lean one, you can lean more one way or the other. The last letter is either J or P. So J stands for judging and P stands P. Prospecting. <laughs> That's you. interesting. I don't understand. What does that mean? It reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making. So judging, I believe this means you're more decisive. And prospecting means like you like to keep your options open and see like where the where life takes you. <laughs> Not, yeah. Are you're more Look at you. I'm more, you're, I'm more like judging. Most, I know. That's insane that you've almost filled one up entirely. I'm 93% judging. So I'm super decisive. I kind of know what I want and I'm rigid, which may not be a good thing, but I'm very like, this is what I am. That makes sense. You're 93% yeah. that too. What are you? I'm 76% judging, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm pretty, no I know what I stand in and I'm like, believe in. It's just like the day-to-day -day things that I'm like, like, that's the thing. I'm like, I'm very certain of some stuff. Yeah. Like you're, you 70%, you have a plan for the day, but 30% of the time you're flexible and like something happens and you're fine with it versus only 7% of the time does that happen for me, you know? <laughs> so I think it makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. So once again, I'm an INTJ. She's an ENFJ. Oh, In my experience, 
As long as someone is an N and a J, we get along. That's usually, this is me like stereotyping people, but that's usually what happens. If you're an N and a J. For you, they get along well with you. Is what you're yeah, saying. and also if you're too much of a feeler, we may not get along. I'm getting pretty close to that feeling. She's double checking. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> no, I, think, I don't think 60% is enough. Like 66, I've had thirds. friends in the past who are like 95% feelers and we are not friends now. <laughs> So I think I would disagree in terms of like, if all my friends took this, I think there would be a a myriad of results. I agree. And you are very like flexible. So I feel like if you took this test again, you may get a different result like three months from now, but that just shows that you are super flexible. Like you, you're just, I'm just ready to be molded. I have no actual personality or nothing that is my own identity. (laughs) I just am whoever I am with. Wouldn't that be something? I think that's a necessary condition to have as many friends as you have. Like you make it sound like I have like a bajillion friends. But you do, (laughs) you do. And even Chelsea would agree as an observer. No, listen, hear me out. As an observer, (laughs) we both observe that you have a lot of friends, which is a good thing. But it's, I will also say it's very different when, um, I don't live by all of my people. Like you live by pretty much everyone that you know right now. In- including one of your friends, me, who now lives here. Yeah. So you see a lot more of like people contacting me on my phone because... No, but even in college, you were always like doing something with someone usually, unless you were studying or had to do something like on your own. I guess maybe I'm feeling like in some of my, f- my friend groups of people, they equally have the same amount of friends. So I feel like it's not that unique. Maybe not to you. Ex- that's why like, I feel like it's interesting. So to the, maybe the your friends are similar to you or they're very like adaptable and they have lots of different friend groups. Yeah. Actually, now that I think about it, that friend group that is pretty big, all of us though, I think they're like, like the same way. Well, I think like three of us would have a lot of friends. And then I think the other three, a lot of their friends is that friend group. Yeah. So I think it's a, a mixed bag. So anyways, guys, you should take this test and message us or send us an email about your results, your results. And maybe if you learned something or you're like, this is stupid, let us know, send us an email. But it's really cool because it gives you a lot of different information. So it talks about romantic relationships, friendships, parenthood, career, workplace habits. So perspectives. INTJs won't settle for just any career. They want to tackle meaningful challenges and find elegant solutions to important problems, not just tinker with figures in a spreadsheet. That's definitely true. Few personality types, if any, can match their ability to transform complex principles into clear and actionable strategies. This is so true. And maybe this is confirmation bias, but I feel like my greatest strength is taking complex ideas and breaking it down to explain it to my team. Okay. That's work. A really like, good I'm a great facilitator between like our accountant, our external accountant and our internal. They don't get along because they can't communicate, even though they understand what's going on. It's like there's a barrier where they're saying the same thing, but they can't reach a conclusion. And I feel like my strength is breaking down those barriers and saying, listen, guys, here's what we're talking about. So yeah, I just want to say that. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a good invaluable strength too. I will say, because I th- that's like one of those things too, where there's really smart people and they can't explain like ideas to other people Mm -hmm. there's a lot of things that's lost there architects tend to prefer lone wolf positions so when i say architect i'm not talking about the literal (laughs) architect it's just this is what they label the intj what does yours say yeah uh so this is an interesting among the friendships part and it says a wealth of perspectives which i think would read into the mic a wealth of perspectives a few personality types can match with protagonists which is me sincere i guess desire to get to know people 
which I would agree with. For protagonists, discovering someone's quirks and opinions and hopes and follies is one of life's purest pleasures, and I would agree. And most protagonists can't help but be fascinated by other worldviews, even with those which they wholeheartedly disagree, which this is, is you, like to a heartbeat. Yeah. And then encountering a wealth of perspectives is what keeps life interesting for these people. Yeah, see? This helps you understand yourself a little bit better. But I already knew that. It confirms that. I don't want that. It's a nice feeling like, oh yeah, that's that's so me. Like, it's a fun feeling, I think. There's some truth to it. Oh my gosh. So mine for friendships says, a friend to all is a friend to none. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's some, that's why I'm like confused sometimes how we are able to be friends. I think the only reason is because you are willing. <laughs> but there then, are things about me that you should dislike. I don't dislike <laughs> things about you, but there are things that like... <laughs> No, that's it's okay. Wrong. It's mutual. Not just no, <laughs> there are always things about other people that aren't your favorite. Yeah, or like you would just be like, I would not do that but if I'm I were glad you. Yeah. It works out for exactly. you. Exactly. But your thing literally just said, a friend to all is a friend to none. And you just said, I have a million friends. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is so uh-huh. interesting. Uh, it is with these closest friends that protagonists truly open up with, sharing their vulnerabilities and their most precious dreams. Who am I sharing this with? Me. But they tend to show their full selves, including their insecurities, only to an inner circle of friends who have earned their trust. There's am that I, little loop am of I in circle. That inner circle. I know because you've never seen me have an emotional outburst, apparently. But I feel like I know. <laughs> I feel like I know your deepest struggle right now, which is like your career maybe, situation. Maybe I'm just giving you that. Maybe to you're like push you off. It. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually Jeez. fine with work. <laughs> It's not always easy to befriend an architect. People with this personality type have little patience for social rules. Instead, they look for friends who value intellect, honesty, and self-improvement. They become bored or irritated by anyone who falls short of this mark. This is very (laughs) Fortunately for Anna, anyone who does share these qualities is likely to appreciate architects as well. So fortunate. (laughs) This is so extreme like this is very extreme but i can see like how this is true for me um a protagonist can be among the best friends anyone could wish for kind-hearted trustworthy people with this personality type dedicate incredible amounts of energy and attention to their friendships this is so you wow they want their friends to feel not merely validated but supported not merely heard but understood wow Architects have no trouble relaxing and being themselves around friends they know and love. Their sarcasm and witty banter may Mm. not be for everyone, especially people who struggle to read between the lines. This is where the intuition comes. But architects reward their true friends. Oh, how am I rewarded? Please tell me. With candor and insight. Oh, Oh, I got a lot of candor today. Along with an endless supply of fascinating stories, ideas, and conversations. You're welcome. This is accurate. Yeah. You're changing it's my like mind. scary scarily accurate it's it's fun to do with another person yeah because you're like oh yeah this this That's rings totally true to yeah. our friendship okay. as many protagonists discover the most enduring friendships are based not only on mutual growth but also on acceptance compassion and genuine respect they as they mature many protagonists learn to avoid taking their friends behavior personally that's you valid. do you do that with me like when i'm being myself you're just like oh happy <laughs> <laughs> that's just rachel being rachel <laughs> An architect's worst nightmare would be a micromanaging boss who monopolizes their time with pointless meetings, insists on useless rules, and appraises employees' performance based on how likable they are rather than their actual merits. That's 100% true. You only like people based on their merits, not how likable they are? Is that what that just said? In work? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm known for my leadership abilities. <laughs> <laughs> 
Most architects uh, hate team building activities. They think they're a waste of time. Chit chat, gossip, and office politics. Well, those can be nothing short of workplace plagues. Trying to find my answer to my career path right here. It doesn't tell, this one doesn't actually tell you like, oh, you should be a lawyer, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just looking for any type of information. So AJ is, he started out as an ENTJ, but then he transitioned into an introvert. So now AJ and I are both INTJs, which has its pros and cons. But this will tell you like which personality you would vibe with and which one you may have to work a little bit harder with to like be good with. Does that make sense? I bring all of my gifts to raising children, including my compassion, resolve, and even their leadership skills. I can't wait to be a mom. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't wait either. I'm very excited. I think that'll be one of the most fulfilling things, probably the most fulfilling thing in life. Yeah. Okay, so off camera, we just, or off recording, we just took the Enneagram test, but we got all the way to the end and it makes you pay $19 for your results. So we were like, screw that. So we didn't get our results for that one, but maybe we'll... Maybe I'll find a free one sometime this week, and then we can tell you next time. But So this tool that you love so much is not worth $19 <laughs> to you? No, it's say? not. It's really not. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's so our maybe personality. Right. Maybe you are. <laughs> that's our personality test. I hope you guys enjoyed that. It was very like us talking about ourselves the whole time, but what can you do? Yeah, you just, what else do you come here for <laughs> other than to hear our opinions? Now you get to, a little bit of a background about why we think the way we think. Oh my gosh, the craziest thing happened. So as I was making this outline for this today, morning, this morning, <laughs> last minute making this outline for this podcast, and then I was done. So I had like a few minutes to spare before you got here. So I did my <laughs> devotional. So I was doing my devotional from this book, which is like a daily devotional thing. It's called Life by Lisa Harper. And I read it and it was talking about Jesus's personality And she literally said, surely our savior's Enneagram number was number 13 because of the unlucky hand he was dealt with in terms of like he was crucified and people hated him and all that stuff. So I just thought that was such a coincidence how... What is 13? I don't get that. So this one that we tried to take just now, it gives you a number like one through... What is 13 though? It doesn't exist. It's like one through nine or something. Yeah. So 13 is like an unlucky number. So I just thought that was crazy. Like God wanted us to talk about personalities today. Because it came up. If you want another book though on his personality, one of my friends uh, just suggested this book and it's really good. So what's it called? Gentle and Lowly. I can't remember the author's name. I just got it like two weeks ago. Like a third of the way, not even a third, a fourth of the way through, but it's deep dive into the personality of Christ. And it's very, Hmm. very interesting. And it wasn't even suggested by a Presbyterian. So you can like (laughs) take it with a grain of salt and whatever you want. So we hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to not get rankled this week at work. (laughs) (laughs) Do your best. Have a great week. Remember, think about the good things, not the bad things. Yeah. I mean, Oh, hi, Vinny. Vinny just walked in. Yeah, give us a five-star review. Uh, if you enjoy it, if you don't, that's fine too. But still give us a five-star review. Yeah, you made why? It this far. Send us an email, a small amount of drama at gmail.com so that you can be featured. Follow us on Instagram. I also have stuff at Rachel Vin, YouTube, Instagram, whatever. Anna is off-grid, so sorry Follow about me on that. Strava. And we'll see you next time. Thank you, bye. Bye.